The following is a Breaker and Bane Network production. Are you ready, Are you ready for the obscure superstar? Welcome once again to the Obscure Superstar Spotlight. Uh, this is Brian Breaker, and I'm coming at you solo this week. And I want to talk to you about one of the greatest forgotten competitors in the history of WCW. That's not true, but he was a member of Raven's Flock. He was in a couple of video games. We're talking about Sick Boy. Yes. Sick Boy. Was he sick? We assume... But not much is known about Sick Boy, so it's going to be an interesting episode. I can't wait to dive into it here. I think the interesting thing is, uh, I, I believe the only Raven's Flock character I've actually even done a podcast on has been Lodi. So Sick Boy will make number two. Um, there's obviously a lot of members of Raven's Flock. You know, Billy Kidman was a part of it. Perry Saturn was a part of it. Of course, they all both went on to have like somewhat successful careers. Big Reese, Horace Hogan. Actually, Bane did an episode on Horace Hogan. So, um, I mean, there's a lot to talk about, so it'll, it'll be interesting stuff. Anyway, it's the Obscure Superstar Spotlight, and uh, it's going to be good stuff. Um, Sick Boy's just one of those guys that I figured he'd be around a little longer than he was, because I always felt like he was pretty solid in the ring. But, when your name is Sick Boy, you don't have anywhere to go but down, um... Yeah, and I think that's the case with a lot of the flog members. Billy Kidman ended up with a pretty good career afterwards, uh, cruiserweight champion. Um, he ended up actually having a run with Hulk Hogan in 2000 as part of the New Blood Against the Millionaires Club, which was kind of a really weird uh, thing that they did at the time. But, um, yeah, so he had a run with Hogan. And then, of course, Billy Kidman jumped over to the WWE, or WWF at the time, uh, as part of the Invasion Angle. And, uh, you know, became Cruiserweight champion there a couple times. I believe he was also tag team champions with Paul London in, like, 04. And, actually, Billy Kidman still works there to this day in, in a backstage role. So, I mean, all in all, you can't knock Billy Kidman. He's doing something with it. So, I think that's cool. Um, haven't heard a lot from Reese or Lodi or uh, Scotty Riggs too much. Riggs was a part of it. He had an eye patch. Perry Saturn, of course, was fairly successful out of the flock. But uh, not much is known about Sick Boy. Now, I will tell you my theory. I have a, a little theory here about Sick Boy. Sk Sick Boy's real name was Scott Vick. And there was a storyline that WWE did now. It's very famous in 2002 called Katie Vick. The storyline basically was that 10 years before that, in 1992, Kane was in college. and Which is funny because like Kane wears a mask and was burned. But apparently he was in college. Like, what the fuck? You know, it's really kind of a weird situation. But uh, apparently he was in college, and he was he went to school with this girl named Katie Vick, and he got drunk in a car, or they were both drinking, and he was driving the car, and he had a wreck, and she died. And and he was like, I'm sorry, I didn't want to, this to be a burden, but, you know, it happened, and I don't like it, and blah, 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 blah. And Triple H is like, oh, that's not the whole story, is it there, Kane? Because not only did they find 
alcohol in her system and in your system, they also found your semen. So, was she still alive when you did it, or did you wait till she was dead? So, basically, the insinuation was that Cain was having sex with dead people. At which point, they made a video of Triple H visiting a funeral parlor and having and simulating sex with a corpse, wearing a Cain mask and a Cain t-shirt. Very disturbing. But I kind of thought that this was going to be a way to introduce Scott Vick and have him be Katie Vick's brother, because I thought, why the hell else would they give her that name? Not that, and Scott Vick, I believe, was under a developmental contract at the time, um, like Deep South Wrestling or something like that, or OVW maybe. I'm not sure, but so that was always my theory, and it just it just never worked out. Um, it's kind of sad to say, but yeah, Scott Vick will always be known as Sick Boy. But I mean, he was in one of the greatest wrestling games of all time. I'm talking about WCW NWO Revenge. And what was cool about that game is it was all based about the faction. So you had Kevin Nash representing the NWO Wolfpack, you had Hollywood Hogan representing the NWO Hollywood black and white, and then you had uh, Raven representing Raven's flock, which is kind of funny because Raven is very much a mid-carder at the time. And then you had Goldberg representing WCW. I mean, so if you think about the the people on that game, like four people like Raven, man, in a lot of ways, I don't know if he belonged there, but he was part of it. And that thing, I think that was a really cool thing. They kind of really highlighted the flock there because, um, you know, they could have put Diamond Dallas Page or Sting or something, but they were like, oh, we're going to do the faction, so Raven's going to be a part of it. So, yeah. But it, it, it goes down as one of the greatest games. That spawned, of course, um, WWF WrestleMania 2000 and then WWF No Mercy. Swig a monster for the podcasting man. Uh, no Mercy will go down as probably one of the greatest wrestling games of all time. It's just such a great game. But all, all those games are good. And the one before that was, of course, WCW NWO World Tour. Um, and what was funny about the, about these games is that they made a PlayStation version called WCW vs. the World. I remember purchasing this game and having such high hopes because there was like 50 wrestlers on there. And I'm like, oh, man. And on the co- on the back cover, it clearly shows Diamond Dallas Page giving somebody a, a diamond cutter. So I'm like, oh, man, DDP's on there. Awesome. He wasn't in the game. It showed all these people that weren't in the game. It just was a bad representation of what it is they were wanting, I guess. And it just it really sucked. Because I wanted the game to be good, and the game just wasn't good. And then they made a, a Nintendo 64 version, and it was good. And I was just like, how did you mess up one and, and make the other one good? I don't I don't get it. But, uh, but again, that's not for me to decide. Sick Boy was in there. I had a Sick Boy trading card. He was in a video game. I don't think there was ever a Sick Boy t-shirt. I don't believe there to ever be a Sick Boy action figure. Um... But, I mean, the thing is, is he was etched in stone in WCW. I mean, he was there. He was there till the end, I'm pretty sure. And, you know, I think sick boy Scott Vick was one of those guys where he was part of the... the Probably part of the power plant. And because of that, he was kind of like, all right, we're going to give you a spot. I know they did the same thing with Reese. They did the same thing with Lodi. Guys like that. It's like, all right, well, you're here. We want to do something with you. So... We'll give you a spot in Raven's Flog, because that seems to be what we're doing with people now. So, I, I took a quick break here, and I went on to the, the Wikipedia page of, of Scott Vick, a.k.a. Sick Boy. It says he was with WCW from 1997 to 1999, where he was released. And in October of 99, Vick signed a booking contract with the World Wrestling Federation. In 2002, Vick was proposed uh, to take part in the infamous Katie Vick storyline in October of 2002, which involved wrestler Kane supposedly committing necrophilia. However, due, due to general disapproval of the storyline, the angle was quickly dropped, and Vic departed from the company before retiring shortly thereafter. 
on November the 2nd, 2014, Sick Boy and Lodi reunited to win the WrestleForce Tag Team Championships from the Bravado Brothers. The Flock lost the titles against the Bravado Brothers on February 8th, 2015. So it's kind of the last you hear of him. But that's kind of cool that he's back in the wrestling scene a little bit. Um, like I said, the angle was not great. I kind of wondered if it was a way to introduce him because I thought, why would else would they use his name? Because he was in development all the time, and I knew that. I'm like, if he's there, why would they use his name? And he was there, like I said, 99 to 2002, not doing anything. There's got to be a point where it's like, okay, we either do something with this guy or we cut him loose because just keeping him here is kind of dumb. And uh, that's kind of exactly what happened. So, anyway, that pretty well wraps up this edition of the Obscure Superstar Spotlight. Hopefully you guys enjoyed it. We have a new show for you every two weeks here. Just search Obscure uh, Superstar Spotlight or you can search BBPH. And if you don't already, check out the other shows we have, including Breaker and Bane's Power Hour. Our flagship podcast drops every Sunday with a special guest. Brian Breaker versus the Super Nintendo drops every Throwback Thursday over a new Super Nintendo game. And then, of course, we have the Breaker and Bane Network feed. Now, that podcast feed has a new show every Monday. You never know what it could be. But right now, we're focusing on our three main shows, which are Clash of the Comics, Marvel vs. DC, the Podcast Night Wars, WWE 2006 versus WCW 92-93, and Pop Culture Pandemonium, any and everybody. We draw out names from a cup, and they do battle. We've had matches like Simon Phoenix versus Tommy Callahan, and Buzz Lightyear versus MacGyver, so you really don't ever know who it's going to be, and that's what makes it so freaking hilarious and entertaining all at the same time. So, check those out. Over on the Breaker and Bay Network. And make sure to check out the Obscure Superstar Spotlight's official Instagram page. I am going through and every few weeks adding a new uh, Obscure Superstar in order of which the episodes dropped. I believe the last one I dropped was maybe... Uh, who was it? I don't even remember. But uh, it was somebody. Uh, so check those out. Pretty easy to find. Obscure underscore Superstar underscore Spotlight. Thank you guys for listening. My name is Brian Breaker, and me, Bane, or somebody else will be back right at you here in two weeks. Peace easy. That's Bane's line. I'm not using fucking Bane's line. I'm Brian Bane. I'm... Holy shit. Let's simmer down. Thank you. I'm Brian Breaker. We'll see you guys in 14 days. Peace easy. Suck it, Bane. I use your line anyway. What are you gonna do about it? What are you gonna do about it, huh? Huh? I'm sorry, man. Have a good have a good two weeks. We'll see you then.